The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. Jesus journeyed from one town and village to another, preaching and proclaiming the good news of the kingdom of God. Accompanying him were the twelve and some women who had been cured of evil spirits and infirmities. Mary, called Magdalene, from who seven demons had gone out, Joanna, the wife of Herod's steward Chusa, Susanna, and many others who provided for them out of their resources. The Gospel of the Lord. Good morning. It's an interesting collection of our two readings this morning. The first, Timothy, uh, many times is thought of part of the pastoral letters, First and Second Timothy and Titus, letters to pastors about the church, really about harmony and what you should be teaching. And we, and we see that, it says right off, uh, beloved, teach and urge these things. He's talking to Timothy. Um, but really what he's, what he's uh, passing along is how does the church get along? What are the things you should be teaching so that we have harmony in today's church? The second reading, the gospel, uh, is really about the women. Um, so uh, it says that uh, the women help provide for the means of the ministry of Jesus' preaching. Um, but we're going to hear a lot more about these women, um, Joanna, Susanna, Mary, and a few others that were in this group just generally called the women. And we'll hear about them on, at the Easter Vigil next year. The women were at the cross at a distance watching what was going to happen. They were there when Joseph of Amorthea was going to take the body down and bury it. They went off and prepared the spices and oils for anointing. They're the ones that come back and, the, and they're looking for Jesus' body and the angel comes to them and says, why do you look for the dead among the living? And they run off to the apostles who thought their story was hard to believe, except for Peter and John. We'll hear more about these women at the Easter Vigil. Now, as I was thinking this past week about how do these two readings fit together? Um, so as a distraction, uh, I, I'm in an effort where we're trying to build affordable housing in the east side of Kansas City. And I happen to be meeting with a community leader on the east side, and I was talking about our mission. And he said, well, you know, there's a, there's a difference between mission and purpose. Um, and I guess inherently, I, th I thought, well, well, sure, mission, purpose, strategy, vision, all these things. You know, I, you know, I generally thought, yes, I, I, 
I understand that, but the reality is, uh, it's like, well, I wasn't 100% sure about what is the difference between mission and purpose. So, you know, what do you do? You go and you Google it, you know, and you, you come back and you find, okay, what is, what is purpose different than mission? And interestingly, again, because it's Kansas City, I was drawn to Disney. Uh, he instilled purpose very clearly in that organization. And um, so I take it with credibility, the Harvard Business Review kind of gave me a breakdown of between mission and purpose. And, and it had kind of this breakdown. He said, um, for Disney, mission was operating a business where purpose was sharing a dream. Mission was provide focus. Purpose is fueling passion. Mission is building a company. Purpose is building a community. Mission is laying bricks. Purpose is building cathedrals. That last one really got me, building cathedrals. What makes a cathedral a cathedral? It's a building. What makes St. Peter's Cathedral our cathedral? The bishop rules there. That's where he sits. It's the seat of the bishop. That makes it a cathedral. If he decided he wanted to move it, then it's where he's going to sit and where he rules. Purpose is deeper than mission. I started thinking about the apostles they were focused on laying bricks. That's why when they saw death, Jesus' death, they said it's over. The physicalness of it. They, they lost heart. They said, well, how can it go on? The women, they had a purpose, anointing. They went to look for Jesus because they still had a job to do, and their heart was open for that angel to say, he's still alive. And they believed. Why? Because Jesus ruled in their hearts. Slow the apostles came along as well. Building cathedrals is allowing Jesus to live in our life, to rule it in our hearts. Our saint, uh, Robert Ballermine, um, he had the uh, maybe unfortunate task, because he really admired Galileo, but he, on behalf of the church, he had to admonish Galileo because Galileo was talking about this crazy idea of the sun rotating around the earth. He was saying, no, no, the sun rotates around. The sun, the earth rotates around the sun. But this was a crazy idea in the time of the church. And it's another reminder of what we're supposed to do. We need to rediscover the beauty and awesomeness, the amazement of God's creation. Every day. That's the beauty of what we're learning here when we let 
God and Jesus rule in our life and in our heart. Let's stand and offer our petitions.